إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأن سيدنا ونبينا وسندنا وقدوتنا محمد عبده ورسوله أدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وكشف الغمة وبلغ الرسالة اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حب وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد Beloved brothers and elders The speakers on, 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 on this week have been tasked with uh, you know, uh, sharing with the brothers you know, some of uh, you know Uh, or we can say maybe the story or the seerah, some of the qualities, you know, of, of Sahaba. And, you know, they have chosen this, you know, uh, you know, Shakhsiya uh, Nafisa. They've chosen this beautiful personality. And uh, in, in this majlis alone, we will, we will not do justice, in fact, you know. You know, but, but the aim, the aim is to, you know, to bring back that love, to demystify some misconceptions, especially about, you know, It's not only on, on personalities, but on, on, on our history, you know. And it reminds me of, of, uh, of one writer who said that when, when you want to destroy a nation, you have to sever their roots. When you want to destroy a nation, you have to sever their roots. Huh? You know, they are, you know, uh, you know, they are doing it with so much ardency because, you know, I remember... Sheikh um, Salah al-Budairi, you know, the, the Imam uh, in Masjid al-Nabawi, he came in, uh, he visited our Darul Ulum in our student days. And, uh, you know, he said that, you know, sometimes questions may arise why today everything, almost everything, every aspect of our religion is being attacked. You know, either by those who are outside our ranks or those who claim to be, you know, one of us. We be attacked, you know, from all angles but, and every aspect of our religion is being attacked, you know. And really he gave a very beautiful answer. He says, you know, Al-Atfal, عندما يلعبون لا يلعبون الى او عند الشجره التي لا تثمر that you know that, you know but you know they'll never play or they'll never approach a tree that doesn't bear fruits yeah? بل يلعبون عند الشجره المثمره but they'll always play or always approach a fruitful tree why it is because and i really, really i i i shouldn't you know spend more time on this but i just you know uh, you know uh, want to bring this to your attention that 
it is because of the, the beauty of, of, of this religion, you know. And I, I remember I was telling this other person who said to me that, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Maluleke, you know, um, and that time I was the only Muslim, you know. Mr. Maluleke, uh, we heard that your prophet got married to, uh, you know, a, a girl at this age and, and all this, you know. And they thought maybe that I would say, but, and maybe, and perhaps, and all that, you know. And I said, I said, yes, you know, huh, gee, or gabulnay, you know. Because it reminded me, the late Ahmad Didad, Rahmatullah, used to say that, you know, people are trying to look at previous customs, or maybe Greek customs, with today's goggles. They are trying to look at that with different goggles. People are trying to understand a few things about Islam, especially, you know, things that, you know, uh, how can I say, that, that are point, points of, of controversy. This, they are trying to understand Islam from that perspective, and that, you know, it's impossible. Mustahil Allah. So, let us speak about this, this beautiful, you know, personality. This, the word beautiful is also an understatement. And that personality, that shakhsiyah, is the daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Her name is Fatima, radiallahu ta'ala anha. This is her name. Her, her other name, or laqab, you can say, was Az-Zahra. Az-Zahra, it means that, you know, she was radiant, you know. Radi- radiant because she resembled also her father, the Rasul of Allah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ummul Mu'mineen, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, says that I have never seen anybody who resembles the Rasul of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is said that, you know, in, in, in her sitting, in everything, in etiquettes, you know, when we speak about etiquettes, she also resembled her father. You know, in etiquettes. You know, the, the Arabs say, As-sahibu, sahib. As-sahibu, sahib. You know, suhubat ki say, because of suhubat, because of, you know, uh, the company you keep. And this one, you know, sometimes we'll say that, you know, look at that, uh, that boy. He grew up in, 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 uh, you know, in the lap of luxury. This one, uh, uh, I mean, Fatima grew up in what she was brought up in the lap of Allah, in the lap of revelation. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. And that, you know, had an impact in every aspect of her life. Now, so she resembled the Rasul of Allah وسلم, in everything. But it is said that the Rasul of Allah وسلم, also, he loved her so much, you know, it is mentioned also in the same hadith, that whenever she would approach, he would stand up in honor of her. Subhanallah. You know, he would stand up in honor of her, he would hold her hand, he would kiss her, فَأَجْلَسَهَا فِي makani, And she would do the same thing. Whenever the Rasul of Allah وسلم, would come, to, or maybe approach her, she would stand up, you know, welcoming the Rasul of Allah وسلم, She would hold his hand, kiss him, and, you know, get him to sit in a place. But what were her qualities? We really need to understand her characteristics, you know. We really need to understand what her characteristics. You know why? It is because, you know, uh, apart from, uh, from what I've mentioned, that, you know, the people who are outside our ranks, this is what they are trying to do. But it is also our duty to understand the, the qualities of these people so that we may take them as what? As Qudwa. We may take them as role models. Today we have youth. We have youth in, you know, in, you know I remember our Ustad used to say that, you know, we, we should never waste any time, you know, Fuzuli uh, Batin, you know. Fuzuli Batin, you know, Layani. You know, kalam, layani. You know, in uh, vain talk, you know, discussions or conversations that do not benefit us. You look at the youth today. We, we're not saying it is wrong. We're not saying it is wrong. But remember, and it is not a matter of balance here. When it comes to uh, uh, whatever team you are a fan of, when it comes to whatever uh, maybe celebrity or whatever you are a fan of, that should not override. It should not override your love, your preference, your reverence. Eh? You know, of, 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 of our Salaf, 
So one of, of the reasons we're mentioning also their characteristics and, and try to bring them in our lives and in our children. Subhanallah. One beautiful thing is, is, is that I remember in the early days, I mean, you know, everybody knows in which year, in fact, she was born. I mean, she was born, you know, uh, just five years before the Rasul of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, got Nubuwa. Now, so it means that by the time the Rasul of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, got Nubuwa, she was five years old. Remember that in the early days of Islam, the Rasul of Allah, not only the believers, but including the Rasul of Allah, was subjected to these atrocities, torture, torment, and that... But she was very supportive of her father. Remember when uh, you know when, when these people made decisions. You know, you know. Sometimes when you look at history, when people have evil in them, evil in them, you know, they what can I say? They enjoy it. It, it is like you know they take pleasure in it because they would take turns. So you know, Abu Jahal. It was like no, you know, Abu Jahal. Uh, I mean, uh, he, he he would step on, on on the face or the head of the Rasul of Allah, sallallahu alaihi Now they were looking for somebody else to do another thing. You know, I remember our Ustad. When he was mentioning, and I don't mean to digress with this, I remember when he was mentioning the punishment of, um, or the torture of uh, the, uh, Bani, uh, of Fir'aun on Bani Israel. Ya sumunakum, su al-adab. He, he gave a different explanation. Ya sumunakum, su al-adab. It is like they were auctioning. It was like they would take one person from Bani Israel and the one who would impose or inflict, you know, uh, the most intense, uh, uh, this thing, punishment, it was like the highest bidder, you know, yasumuna, yasumunakum, su'al adabi yudabbihuna abnaakum, wa yastahyuna nisaakum. So this also kind of happened also during the time of the, the Rasul of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they were taking turns in, you know, uh, you know, uh, torturing the Nabi of Allah. So this, um, what he did is that he, we all know that you know he put he put um, uh, this thing you know all uh, the dirt you know from the intestines of the camel while the Rasul of Allah sallallahu was making sujood and you know uh, Hazrat Fatima was uh, was seated at home somebody went to inform her that this is what has happened to your father and you know she went where the Rasul of Allah was making sajda and she's the one that off from, uh, you know, uh, from the father. And when she cried, the Rasul of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, do not cry. Do not cry. Allah will give victory to your father. Subhanallah. You know, this is also something that, you know, I need to bring to the attention of the brothers is, you know, the, the subject is not the Rasul of Allah, but it is impossible sometimes to mention, you know, our predecessors without mentioning him. Because everybody who, who has not maybe perfect, you know, akhlaq, but who has reached, you know, the pinnacle of akhlaq, it is because of the Rasul of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know, when, when he was saying this, I mean, he was positive, although he was being subjected to all these kinds of punishments, he was, you know, very positive, you know, but Allah himself also made him positive. You know, this really touches me when he was making hijrah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, you know, I was explaining to, to the audience once that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called Makkah the place of what of return while he was exiting. So the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa under no circumstance was he, you know, uh, pessimistic. He tells his daughter that do not cry. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you, will give you victory. The Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa like I said, we won't do justice to this. The Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa loses his wife. He loses his uncle. She was very, I mean, uh, you know, uh, he's left, you know, she was the only one, I mean, uh, Fatima was the only one who was with the Rasul of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa in, in one household. And, you know, she made so much khidmah of her father up until people would call her that, you know, she's Ummu Abiha, meaning that she's the, the mother of her own father. That's how she was, 
nursing the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. I mean, if anybody does that, you know, that's why we, we should also, you know, try to help one another because that also will bring that mahabba and it will strengthen the mahabba for one another. Naam. Naam. So, you know, she was helping the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. They made hijrah. When they made hijrah after the battle of Uhud, after the battle of Uhud, the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam comes. He lost his his lateral in Caesar, in Caesar. and his helmet. You know, uh, his his helmet. How can I say? Like you know, it was, it was broken. And you know, uh, uh, this thing. You know, uh, this thing. He sustained injuries on his head, and she's the one who was nursing the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This was the, the qurbani, the nusrat she gave to her father. You know, but now when it comes to some of her qualities was Aifa, yeah, or Afaf. You know, her modesty, her modesty, the modesty of Hazrat Fatima was amazing. You know, you know, they say, um, you know, they say that when a person is about to die, you know, in Arabic they say, Al-Ina'u yandahu Al-Ina'u yandahu You know, they say there's one person who used to love uh, chess, he used to play chess a lot. When he was about to die, yeah, when they were making uh, uh, this thing, talqeen, he kept on saying, check me, check me, instead of la ilaha illallah. Phantom. You know, so what happens is that before the person leaves this world, they show the figure of what they have. Yeah, look at the Ashab al-Kahf. When they woke up, what is it? When they woke up after 309 years, they had the figure of what? Of halal and now when the person is about to die, who also has the same figure. But no, you know, Kama, Ta'ishuna Tamutun. The way you live, that is how you you will die. In her deathbed, in a deathbed, she says this to Asma that if I die, make my ghusl at night so that people may not say flower. You know, they say Al Maut, Uhtul Maut. Death is the sister. I mean uh, sleeping is the sister of death. One scholar said that when you wake up, if you sleep on a certain figure and you wake up on the same figure, that indicates what kind of death you're going to have. It indicates what kind of death you're going to have. When we sleep, we sleep with the worry of this. What's on Twitter and what's on that and what is... We sleep with that figure. When we wake up, instead of making jawab to the adhan, what, when we wake up, we want to see all the updates and all these things. This, again, and utensil will show what it contains. This indicates what we contain. Now, Fatima, when she was supposed to leave this world, what she did, she was worried about what? People not seeing her figure. Subhanallah. Today, we have lost all that. I don't know what has happened to the ummah. I don't mean to criticize. I, I, I don't like to criticize. I like to encourage. But when something has been lost, we really need, you know, to, to mention it. We really need to bring it to the attention of people. This thing of, 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 of modesty, we have lost it so much. Muslims can walk also with short pants without any sharaf. This one is worried that after I have died, people should not see my, 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 my shakal. She says also, when you bury me, bury me at night so that they may not see my shakal. They may not see, you know, my figure. Subhanallah. This, these are the people we need to take as role models. These are the people we need to take as role models. And they form part. You know, remember, Fatima Rudalla was not only, you know, a Sahabiya. She was a daughter of a Nabi. If you look, read history, read the seerah of the Anbiya. Most Anbiya didn't have their children as, as believers. Nuh alayhi salam, when he made dua for his son, Allah said, Innahu laysa min ahlik. Innahu laysa min ahlik. But subhanallah, when the ayah was revealed about the ahlul bayt, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that, that Allah wants to purify you. Eh? Wants to purify you, ahlul bayt. This was revealed in regards of what? Of the azwaj. 
of the wives of the Prophet ﷺ, but the Nabi of Allah ﷺ made dua, he made dua that it should include his, you know, his children, it, it, it should include um, uh, Fatima, it should include Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, uh, anhu al-Hasan wal-Hussein. The point I'm trying to make here is that he's a Nabi whose entire family, from wife eh, to all children, we're in full support of him in his da'wah. This is our thaqafah, my brothers and my brothers. I don't know, I don't know if we can see the value of this. This is our, our thaqafah. You know, I was speaking to some brothers. I said, subhanallah, our salaf, especially the sahaba, the sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhu, we have spoken about people who have left a legacy and some who have not left a legacy. Huh? And some who have not left a legacy. Qarun, kam tarku min jannati wa How many, you know, gardens and all these things that they have left. Fama bakat alayhimu sama. فَمَا بَكَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ السَّمَاءُ فَمَا بَكَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ السَّمَاءُ وَالْأَرْضُ وَمَكَانُ مِنْ دَرِينَ That it is said that neither the sky nor the earth mourned their death. Not even one drop of tear fell from the sky mourning their death. Why? You are of no importance, you know. I think everybody has seen, you know, some caption. I saw that, that the man, it was written on the person's grave. Eh? Eh? Well, what is it? That the me ahamta wahi wahamta. I thought I was important. That was the delusion. That was the delusion of Qarun. Inna Qaruna kana min qawmi Musa fabagawa alayhim. You know, wa atinahu min al-kunuzi ma inna mafatihahu latanubil. Bil-usbati ulil quwa. This is how much wealth he had. But this man, he left no legacy at all. Subhanallah. He left no legacy at all. Some of them didn't have anything in the worldly sense. But they left a lot of heritage. And this are our sahaba, radiallahu ta'ala anhum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is what I say, that their legacy was celebrated in their lifetime. فَإِنْ آمَنُوا بِمِثْلِ مَا آمَنْتُمْ بِهِ فَقَدْ اِتَّدَوْا That if they believe, the way, so the manner in which they believed, it was approved by Allah. This is, this is the legacy we're talking about. Once I saw this uh, Sheikh Uthman al-Khamish, this is one of uh, his old videos, and he made, he made a very you know, a valid point. He said, look at these people, al-Rawafida, you know, al-Rawafida, is one of the reasons we are seated here and, and discussing this. He says, have you ever had them Cursing Qarun. Have you ever heard them cursing Fir'aun? Or Iblis himself? Have you ever heard them? No. Why? Like I said, they want to sever our roots. They don't have Quran with them. They have all this Khurafat with them. You understand? That's why they will always attack this thing. And this one thing that I need to clarify, and I'll conclude with it, especially, I mean, it is regarding Hazrat Fatima, radiallahu ta'ala anha, with uh, you know uh, that incident that uh, you know uh, took place after the demise of the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, it reminds me, you know, it reminds me that when the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was in his deathbed, you know, Hazrat Fatima radhiyallahu taala anha, you know, the Nabi of Allah made ishara to her. You know, he couldn't speak the time. Um, uh, he couldn't speak well, let's say, you know, but, you know, he called her, you know, he brought her closer and he whispered into her ear and, you know, she cried profusely. Hazrat Aisha anha was, you know, witnessing that she was observing that. You know, a few seconds after that, the, the Nabi of Allah made Ishara again. He called her and, you know, whispered in her ear. After that, you know, she laughed. It, it is said that I've never seen, I've never seen such a laugh, you know, yeah. Or, the, or, or such a laugh that is uh, that, that that came after you know such you know uh, heavy you know crying. That is when the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that I don't think that I will recover from this disease from this fever. That's when she cried. Called the bank. You know this was after the demise because it was a secret. Kind of it was a secret. After that, he told her that you know what, doesn't it please you? one of the leaders? And that brought her solace. Why am I, why am I mentioning this? Al-Akhirah was happy. Al-Akhirah 
was haqiqat to their Muslims. Today, we want to touch things. So, Dr. Israr Ahmad, the late Dr. Israr Ahmad, he used to say, this thing, maddiyat, not kahana hu, maddi parasti. Maddi parasti is, is a creed on its own. It's a creed on, it, on its own. People want to believe in tangible things. So, before they believe in them, they want to see something that they can touch. After being too normal, like I said, you won't do that, you know, she sacrificed the dunya. She wanted to have a slave. She was given something better. She accepted that. Now she's losing a father. The father is living. She's being told about something that is better than that. That her living with, with him in, in, in the world, she will meet him or she will be reunited with him in Jannah again. And that brought a peace and solace. This should be haqiqat to us, my brothers. It was haqiqat. You understand? So what, and this is what I, I used to tell people, that what uh, uh, distinguishes me and you, believers, is that we believe in the unseen. This is the highest level of intellect, of intellect or intelligence. Because we believe in what we have not seen. The Rasul of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he spoke about us, what did he say? He said, we are his brothers. The Sahaba, radiallahu whom inquired, I don't believe your brothers. Said, no, you are my companions. They are my brothers. Because they would have believed in me without having seen me. So when she was told about this, it was haqiqat to her. It was a reality to her that I will be reunited with my father. I will be reunited with my father and I will be the leader. Whenever we get this kind of bushra, we must really, we must really have this haqiqat of this, that indeed we will, you know, we will be resurrected, we will meet Allah on the day of Qiyamah. This will straighten each and every amal, it will straighten each and every aspect. Now, you know the incident that took, uh, that took place after the demise of the Nabi of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is that, you know, there was, uh, there was uh, the Nabi of Allah had uh, some land, you know, uh, 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 in, in Fadak. So she went to Hazrat Abu Bakr She said, you know, she kind of claimed it. Abu Bakr I'll give it to you because yeah, I'm making amal on the hadith of the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the ulama, that the ulama, what warthatul anbiya, they are the heirs of what? Of al-anbiya. The scholars are the heirs of, of the anbiyas. And the anbiya, lam they have never left as inheritance, you know, money or wealth and anything. But it is knowledge that they have left. So we, they, they, you know, based on that, he could not give uh, this thing, Fadak. It is claimed that she was upset. People do not understand. If you remember Sayyidina Umar, when, the Nabi, when he heard of the Nabi of Allah, وسلم, he could not accept it. Remember that this was the greatest calamity to all believers. The Nabi of Allah leaving this world was the greatest calamity. Sayyidina Umar could not understand that anybody who can come and tell me or who will come and tell me that the Prophet has sever his head. Subhanallah. He was brought to his senses by the ayah. That Muhammad was none but a prophet, a messenger of Allah. Messengers came before him. There was an attachment to what the Rasul of Allah owned. You know, like she wasn't affected by the rejection. She was affected that she couldn't get access towards that. Now people are claiming that she was upset. She wouldn't be as upset with it. This is a decree of Allah that they leave as, as inheritance, uh, you know, uh, wealth or any kind of, you know, possessions. Phantom. So she was never upset with, with Hazrat Abu Bakr. If she was upset, look at Hazrat Ali. Hazrat Ali, after, after uh, Sayyidina Abu Bakr, or even during the time of Sayyidina Abu Bakr, he served as a very valuable, you know, we would say, he served as a very, very, valuable, you know, servant during the time of Abu Bakr, during the time of, um, of, um, of Omar, during the time of Uthman. He should have opposed it. This is an insult, in fact, 
and Hazrat Ali Rudelatalano. Another another Tuhma is what? Another Tuhma is about is about Omar Rudelatalano. You, you know that he really have a big problem with Omar. I remember I met I met one man some years ago and uh, you know he was he was from Pakistan. Hey, I said Omar. Subhanallah. When I said Omar, he lost appetite of everything. Whatever we were discussing, he left me from that. Subhanallah. You know, one scholar said Omar, you know, I think you've seen that with this Rawafida saying that they do not enter through the door of Omar. He said, Yeah, Omar, yeah, Omar, such a man you were that in your lifetime Shaitan would run away from you. After you have left this world, Shaitan is still running away from you. He's still avoiding you. Now, so now this is what they're saying about Omar that he struck. Hazrat Fatima when she was pregnant with the Al-Muhassan or Muhassan as he said but if you remember when, when she had that miscarriage Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he wouldn't have stricken or he wouldn't have struck I mean you know the daughter of his beloved remember he said Omar there was a time when he said to the Nabi, Nabi of Allah that I love myself or I'm the dearest person to anybody else you know meaning I love you know myself more than anything else and he had to you know revisit you know his decision because the Nabi of Allah sallallahu told him that then you have not, you know, attacked. He came back. He said, now you are the dearest person. Would he strike his daughter who was even a believer? Would he do that? So learn your history. All these things are happening and we, we do, our voices are not heard. The, the knowledge thereof. We only learn basics. This saddens me. I was a Christian. We didn't know so much by the, of the Bible. We didn't know so much. Even the pastor himself sometimes would be shocked. You read a verse, you would be shocked. The, 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 this is the hall of the ummah. Really, this is, is not on, on, uh, on an unrelated, uh, you know, uh, 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 this thing, uh, point. But we were being attacked like this because we don't know so much. It really saddens me. وَمِنْهُمْ أُمِّيُّونَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ الْكِتَابَ إِلَّا أَمَانِي وَإِنْهُمْ إِلَّا يَذُنُّونَ Most of us here, most of us, and if you look at also our differences in Islam, oh, especially with the sects and all these things, are based on what? Our interpretation of the Quran. Because of our shallow, our shallow pondering on the, on the Kitab of Allah. Our shallow reflection on the Sirah itself. That's why we have all these differences. Why? Why is Allah saying that we have to make the Dabbur on the Quran? It is because we will be guided, there's guidance in it. We're not finding it because we're not reflecting. So our history, let's learn our history. Let's leave all these things. You know, the Shire says, Aghyaro ka jadu chal bi chuka ham ek tamasha ban bi gaye. Aghyaro ka jadu chal bi chuka ham ek tamasha ban bi gaye. You know, the, the sihir and the spell of those who are outside our ranks is on us. Ham ek tamasha bi ban bi gaye. Today we become some tamasha. People can wear things have, that they have name of Allah. People can draw cartoons and all these things and the ummah can't do anything. We cannot do anything. Why? Because our deen, it is, it is said, our deen is based on what? This was referred to, to Bani Israel. But our understanding of deen today is based on assumptions. Most of us are assuming. We come to Madrasa, we've, we've learned how to read the Quran. You know one shayri where he, he, in fact he was even a non-Muslim. He said that the zindo ka dasturta, the Quran, zindo ka dasturta, murdo pe lagadiya. That this was a code for the living to warn those who are who, who are alive. We have to wait for Bajisab to die, then we'll read your sinful. Let us learn our history, my brothers. So if anyone wants to sever our roots, our our history is our umbilical cord. If they are going to cut it first, remember that the Quran itself, our history itself is an honor to us. Today we you know the Muslims, the Ummah is like this. We have our own system, an independent system, because of what? Because of what of ourselves, of our predecessors. So this is sort of is an honor for us. You understand that, my brothers? This is our honor for us. The Quran itself, it is mentioned. Fihi dhikrukum 
Mufassirun say fihi dhikrukum ay fihi sharafukum so if we don't we don't we not attest to it fala yaqulana sharaf Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I hope I really you know I really I, I hope you, you got my point and you know my, my worry and concern about this you know when I look at, 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 at our predecessors I've never the sahaba even the tabi'in even atba'u tabi'in even the ulama today with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know has, has given them from strength memory strength we have you know everybody knows Malan Ahmad Lat is in his late 90s you can wake him up at night anytime you'll read any hadith, any ayah of the Quran. Like I said, I was a Christian. You do it to a pastor, a pastor will be senile. He'll be senile, demented. Yeah. We have so much, we have so much treasure in Islam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to